In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. This episode of Betch's Brides is brought to you by Batch to Basic. You're about to thank me, anyone planning a bachelorette party. So Batch to Basic is your one-stop shop for planning bachelorette parties that the bride and the bridal party can actually enjoy without an endless email thread. Right now, Batch to Basic is offering Betch's bride listeners a special treat. Go to batchtobasic.com. That's B-A-C-H-T-O basic.com right now and reference Betch's when filling out your inquiry form and your group will receive style stylish retro heart sunnies for each guest and a personalized sash for the bride. Again, go to batch2basic.com right now and start planning your bachelor party today. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed because after all, it's only one day of your life. What up, Betches? Welcome to our newest episode of Betches Brides. It's our weekly podcast here at Betches Media. And right now joining me is Justin Warshaw, designer and president of Justin Alexander. I'm very confused. Explain to me already. <laughs> Justin Alexander is a is actually my first and middle name. Uh-huh. So Justin Alexander Warshaw. Uh-huh. Well, it's very mi- nice to meet your audience. Yes. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. You are a contemporary designer and manufacturer of mid to high end bridal gowns and accessories. I heard a rumor that the company started actually like with veils and bridal accessories. Did I did I make that up? You did not make that up. I didn't make it up. So starting in 1946, my grandparents actually founded a business called TNG Bridal here in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So in Brooklyn, New York, they actually started making their own, manufacturing their own veils, tiaras, accessories. So that went on for about 30 years. Why did they start off with the accessories? Why that niche market? It was, there was just a need in the market. And um, my grandmother, Shirley, just... It's something that she was very passionate about, you know, dipping veils, dipping materials, and she loved handcrafting them herself. Mm-hmm. So that was in the 70s. And then uh, eventually, um, my, my uh, father and his brothers joined the business in the 80s, and they said, you know what, we should do more. You know, we have the customer base. Yep. We'd love to expand into another category. And wedding dresses was the perfect fit. Yep. So then they were doing bridal manufacturing for very many years. And then. So what does that forward, entail? Manufacturing, um, obviously, uh, finding a great source, uh-huh. um, visiting the factories, and developing a collection, and then obviously um, going in. It was a branded collection. Um, business was very biz- different back then, though. Yeah. It was like, all right, pick your pick your collection, style your collection, design your collection, and then you know photograph it, and then stick it in a magazine. Yep. And times have changed. You know, brands are having to do a lot more now to get noticed by brides. And is it like, what? what is the difference? Do you have to like make yourself a personality almost, right? It's like... Well, your brand needs a personality exactly. for sure. So you really need to tailor your product to, you know, who you're trying to reach from start to finish. You know, brides are now expecting experience. Uh-huh. So I think that's really the key. So you need to find the right retailers, obviously, that understand you as a brand. And um, yeah. 
And then how did you get into design? Because, I mean, manufacturing, that's that's a leap to get into design. It's different. It's two different ball games, right? So we were always designing our collections, but um, I got very active. Obviously, I joined the business in 2008, and we had already had designers on our team. Uh-huh. It's not like we were not designing. It's just we kind of expanded our into a different categories, different price points, and really had a, a more of a focus on our brand as a as a whole mm-hmm. and each you know each collection in our portfolio. Because it's not just Justin Alexander for us. Uh-huh. We actually have a low price collection. We have mid. We have high. We have two licenses. So wow, it's, it's a large portfolio. For me, it's about you know. We want to reach all rides. We want to create um, something for each and every individual. Mm-hmm. So we're very focused on differentiating each and just thinking about, you know, you know what fabrics, what feeling they're going for in on their wedding day. So. Okay, so you are, by all accounts, I mean, it's in your family. It's in your blood. It's in your history. You are a wedding expert. You are a, a wedding dress expert, by all accounts, correct? Yeah, I, I grew up in this. I mean, you know, from, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so we have a ton of questions from the audience. I mean, our audience is like dying for help, for answers, for some sort of like touchstone of reality. I think that there's this understanding of the bridal industry where like it's magical and a fairy tale and wonderful. And then people start paying the bills for things and they start to shit themselves to, you know, for lack of a better phrase. And they're like, wait, this industry is like it's magical, but it's also a little bit terrifying. So you're going to like help break down what's real, what's fake, what they need to pay for, what they don't need to pay for for what they can run away from, all of the above. It's exciting. Okay. Can't wait to do this. Okay, so um, first things first, um, what are the top dress cuts you are going to recommend depending on body type? So let's go through like a body type. Like let's say somebody is a pear shape, okay? What type of dress should a pear shape be looking for? Because I know when I was looking for wedding dresses, oh my God, I think I tried on 250. And then wow. I ended up right back at square one. Of course, right? But like, you don't even know where to start. Like, am I a mermaid? Am I a princess? What am I? Yeah, I think the first key is really identifying your favorite features. Because depending on, you know, if you're pear-shaped, but you love, you know, how you look down, you know, it really depends on how you want to feel and look and what you want to highlight. Okay. So that's the first thing I want to say there. I like Um, that. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's so true. Everybody always just goes for the body tape and then tells you what to wear. But it's like, well, what if I want to accentuate my Kardashian-esque boutte? Exactly. Yes. That's that's what's happening. It you is. Know, brides that are larger have a larger figure yep. are wearing fit and flares now. They yep. love it. I know. You know, it's their best features. It's um, true. It's all about you and what you want to highlight. Um, I also want to say that necklines, as much as we're talking about fit, yep. necklines are important because if you're more petite, Wearing something closed in, like a Sabrina or a Bateau neckline, uh-huh. it kind of like shortens you. It's, oh, wow. it's better to wear an open neckline, like a V-neck, Queen Anne, or a Sweetheart neckline to kind of elongate your, your body. Okay, so let's say I love dim titties. What should I wear? Well, you're going to probably want to wear something <laughs> like a V-neck, so you have proper support. Okay. It depends, you know, size matter. Size does in this, you know, you need to make sure you're supported. Justin, by... I will tell you, I'm a double T. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> what I mean by size matters is, I, <laughs> I mean that we need to make sure that everyone's supported. Okay. You know, so you want to make sure that you're um, purchasing a designer that has fit in mind. Okay. And pop, proper corsetry. Okay. Good boning and support. You can't go too low on the back sometimes if you have an open neckline. If you have sweetheart or strapless, do not go too low on the back. Okay. Um, so if you're wanting to go lower, you can 
grab something like a V-neck or a Queen Anne to make sure you have an open neckline but still can accentuate your features. What's a Queen Anne? Queen Anne is is basically runs down from the shoulder directly to like the sweet. It's like a strap, uh-huh. but also built up in the back and it goes around the back of your like neck. almost like for lack of a better term halterish. Halterish, but support also down the back. Okay, but it's more open, so it's cut here. It's cut down from the shoulder directly to basically. Like kind of like the armpit, the armhole area, uh-huh. and then it's support over the shoulder and through the back. Ooh, I have a question. I work really well in negatives, so I can't really tell you what I like about myself, but I can tell you what I don't like. So how do I, speaking of armpit, how can I cover my armpit fat? That's definitely a, <laughs> something that designers have in mind. Okay. Um, we know that that's sometimes a problem area for what people. What up with that, yo? Past 29, forget it. <laughs> She's just chunking out. It's like every single Cheeto he goes there. Oh. Okay, so what could I wear to cover that up? So, depend. I mean, you can wear any neckline, really. Um, you know, you might want to avoid a sweetheart or a strapless or open neckline. Okay. You know, Sabrina, Queen Anne, V-neck. The right cut can cover that. Is like off the shoulder. I know off the shoulder has been like a thing, like in fashion with shirts and stuff like that. But like... What are your thoughts on doing like a trend like that for your actual wedding dress? It's huge right now. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's definitely one of our most popular necklines right now. Um, again, that that is also a neckline that can cover that area that we were just talking about. You got the, you got the armpit chunk. You got like even like uh, some top and of your sleeve. arm a little yeah, bit. Sleeve. I love that. I, I love a, a, an off the shoulder with a long sleeve or maybe short sleeve. We're also doing a lot of like kind of detachable strapless off shoulder details. Those yes. are very, very big right now, whether yes. it's just even like a tool drape or, you know, some material from the dress itself where it's all over lace or like a beaded detail. So Ugh, it's really big right now. I love that. Okay. Thoughts on crop top wedding dresses. Like they're like separates. Very trendy. On occasion, you know, we'll drop a crop top on the line, but, <laughs> you know, it's, it's what you want to, it's how you want to show yourself on your wedding day. If that's what you're going for, go for it, you know. I hope you're on a beach. Yeah. I hope you're not in like a ballroom or having this fancy ceremony. So yep. again, it's all about matching who you are and the the location where you're getting married, the uh-huh. venue to what you're wearing. Like that girl has been doing crunches and she wants the world to know it. Yeah. Yes. You know, we just talked about highlighting your best feature. Okay. If your stomach is your best feature, yep. go for a crop top. Uh, can I wear a bridal fanny pack? Is that something that's in? I'd like to cover that section of my body. No fanny packs. <laughs> we give, we have pockets in a lot of our gowns. So if you have something you want to store, you just pop it in a pocket. I lo- I'm a sucker for a pocket. If there's a pocket, I'm like, I'm getting oh. it. Um, what if you want to kind of cover your midsection? What can we do for that? So crepe is a big trend right now. Mm-hmm. So crepe fitted clean gowns. A lot of them have sometimes a natural waist or a, a princess seam. I would recommend making sure, go with a natural for a little bit more support in that area. And also you can find a dress that has some beading, embroidery, or detail over that area. Smart. Um, some dresses, for example, a princess seam is also great because again, it's giving that added structure and can give you a little bit more shape. Describe it. So it just runs down, you know, it, it splits you in two. Oh, it, it comes, oh. Yeah. I got it. So a seam beneath each boob exactly got it yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but all um, the way, it runs all the way through. If, it, for example, if you're wearing a fit and flare, yeah. that'll run all the way through and give you shape at the up down through the hem. Okay, and now what do you do if you're a bride that like loves your legs? Because I feel like I mean, there's not a ton of short wedding dresses out I there. I think you need to get a reception dress, okay, as well as a, a ceremony dress. That's okay. what you need to do. No, I mean, obviously, T length is something that's so fun to wear th- through the whole wedding. I it mean, you can fun. do that too. Um, we've had um, we've been very successful with with T lengths in our in our history. I have to say. Um, but yeah, I, I encourage brides to consider two looks. Why not? This is a special day. Let's go all out. This episode of Betches Brides is sponsored by Lola. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% all-natural and easy to feel good about. No BS mystery fibers or doubts about what's going in your body. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription, super easy, and Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it, to to your front door. See you later. Awkward moments with the cashier with my tampons at the checkout counter. You guys, this is so crazy. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products. So most of them don't. That's scary. Lola offers complete transparency about their ingredients, found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. You guys, we have to protect our vaginas. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Like, I won't even wear that in clothing. And their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemicals, cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. Gross! Lola products are 100% organic cotton and no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. And you can do good with your purchase. For every purchase, Lola is going to donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S., which is like so important and so necessary. So for 30% off your first month subscription, you're welcome. We're hooking you up. Visit mylola.com and enter brides when you subscribe. Again, 30%, 30% off your first month subscription. Visit mylola.com, M-Y. L-O-L-A dot com and enter B-R-I-D-E-S when you subscribe. One more time, 30% off first month subscription, mylola.com enter brides when you subscribe. Um, have you ever really seen or encouraged girls to do a high-low wedding dress or is that like more like a runway fashion-y thing? Again, on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're also convertible dresses. You can get a dress that's high-low or short with the option of adding a you know detail all the way to the floor. What's so, a convertible dress? Well, we've done. We've also done gowns that, for example, have a zipper or uh, like a material to, or buttons or snaps to basically be floor length yet, so you can walk down the aisle in a ceremony floor length dress uh-huh. with you know volume and and detail and then you can actually detach for the ceremony that's also a thing can i rename this dress for you what do you want to call, call it you should call the mullet dress it's a party in the front i'm sorry it's business <laughs> in the front and party in the back yeah, it's actually the opposite <laughs> if it's high low definitely I get credit. I get credit if okay. people are buying the mullet dress for their wedding we're day. We're going to try that. We're going we're gonna to go with the mullet dress and we're going <laughs> to let you know how it's going. Thank you. Okay. Are there any basic tips that brides should know prior to dress shopping? Like if they have no idea what they want. Like are there trends that they should try to stick to? Or would you say like go classic, go safe? I'm a believer in, <coughs> I'm a believer in being timeless. Um, and considering, look, in 30, 40 years... God forbid, we hope that, you know, you're able to show these images to, you know, your, your um, grandchildren and you want something that you'll be proud to show. So 
depending on you, pers- your personality, that could yes. be something classic and timeless or maybe something in a different direction. But I'm a big believer in, in classic, timeless gowns. And what would be some like attributes that brides should look for if they're looking for quote unquote classic, timeless? I mean, for sure, I'm, I love clean. So clean with, with details, you. modern, architectural. That's something that we do very well at, you know, Justin Alexander Signature and Justin mm-hmm. Alexander. Um, that's something that I think that, you know, will never go out of style, will always look beautiful. Would you say like, and so in terms of fabrics too, like what are some classic fabrics that girls should gravitate towards? So satin, of course. Satin, I love satin. Crepe. Crepe. Mikado is becoming more and more popular. Who dat? Who Mikado? <laughs> What's Mikado? <laughs> What's Mikado? Yeah. It's got a beautiful texture. So it's like, it's a clean fabric uh-huh. and it has a beautiful textured feel on it. Okay. Like a raw the best silk? Way to describe- it doesn't have to be silk. You can have polyester or silk Mikado. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was actually desperately looking for raw silk for my wedding. I ended up with French lace, which is like pfft, night and day, but I just couldn't find. I wanted kind of like a Portia de Rossi vibe okay. with her dress. Like I want to like, I want a tool and I wanted raw silk. So I got my tool, but I had to forego my raw silk. I was oh, kind of I'm frustrated so with that. I know. Don't worry. I'm divorced. I'll have another girl around. <laughs> I'll get my raw silk. Yeah. You'll give it to me. I gotcha. Um, okay. What? Oh. How long before the wedding should people be buying the dress? This is massive. I think it's never too early to start looking, but I definitely recommend eight months before. Just because you never know how long the shopping experience will take for you. Uh-huh. You might go in and, and find the first find the dress. It might be the first dress you try on. It might be the fifth. might be the 15th. Um, maybe you can't find it in the first, first store you visit. Right. Um, so... I definitely recommend giving giving yourself enough time to you know find that dress, have that dress come in perfect, and enough time for alterations. I think the biggest key is doing your research as to what the right store is to visit. Okay. You know because some stores have the most incredible stylist. Like the stylist is going to take you through that full experience from mm-hmm. start to finish. And she can help you find that dress. I actually had a friend help me pick out my wedding dress. And she's like a bit of a stylist, like home decor. And um, she, I would have never in a million years tried on the dress I ended up wearing. And so like, that's I, that's such a home credit. Home decor stylist. Home decor stylist. I was referring stylist. to a clothing stylist. stylist. Wow. But that's like somebody with taste. Was there a lot of like... Was there a cool print on the dress? Like I'm trying. I'm now. I'm, I'm a little bit curious. It was like honestly. It was like in. it was like 1960s Barbie. It was like <laughs> uh, sweetheart, all French lace, and then it had this like tulle skirt that went over it, but it was detachable. But I didn't take it off because I was like feeling that look. So you had a convertible dress, but you didn't convert it. Precisely. Goodness. It's like a, I bought that BMW convertible, and I just kept that top, top up the whole, whole motherfucking time. summer. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> okay. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So, Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X. 
as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. What's an oh shit moment? In terms of wedding dress shopping, like if someone came into your store and they said, um, I am getting married in six months, would you say, well, I guess you're going to be wearing a slip dress then because we can't get it done in time? For us, it's a little bit different. Okay. Again, because we we um, cater to a variety of brides and we also kind of, we anticipate this problem, right? So Good. we're we're actually working to make sure that we have materials on hand to be able to cut a dress very quickly or even sometimes have dresses on stock because convenience is definitely something that we keep hearing right now because mm-hmm. we're so used to the Amazon days, Amazon Prime, you know. It used to be next day or same day. I'm not getting that anymore, but it's like at least one, two days for delivery. That's yep. It's just, you know, generationally we're kind of used to that now. So. It's not that in bridal, of course, but uh, more and more we're we're trying to make sure that we can, you know, help you find that dress even if it's on a you know a quicker timeline. What's the fastest turnaround you've ever helped a bride out with? Definitely like next day. I Shut mean, up. No, we had so uh, like I had mentioned. Was we she do- crazy? Like what? Uh, her wedding wasn't the next day, oh. but oh. I'm talking about her leaving the store with a dress. I mean that's. You know, that's definitely a possibility. Absolutely. That's incredible. No, but we, again, we do keep an inventory of, of, of styles that we truly believe in, that brides are loving. So um, next, the wedding was not the next day. I, I was going to say, that's um, she's real ballsy. I mean, I'm a procrastinator, but like that's next level. And, you know, something that we, we really believe um, at Justin Alexander, our team from, you know, the warehouse team to our account managers that kind of work with the bridal boutiques. Mm-hmm. We really care about the service we give. So we have at times, you know, a account manager that's working with a, one of the stores. She goes in back, you know, she grabs the dress and she hand delivers to the shop, you know. Wow. So we really believe in, in making sure that, you know, our brides are satisfied and get that dream dress. I feel like we kind of touched upon this, but I want to just go over it again. Is it normal to go with your first dress that you like and how often does this happen? Because I think that brides see that there's like supposed to be this long drawn out process. And so like if they fall in love, they really should like, you know, take a, I don't know, 10 more trips to 10 different stores or something. I definitely don't think you should. I think most brides will know when it's the dress and brides are sometimes waiting for that feeling that's magical and some some of them don't have that wow moment, mm-hmm. but you can kind of know when you're in that dress when you don't want to take it off. Um, so if it's your first dress, fifth dress, tenth dress, um, look for that feeling. Um, and it's about how you feel, not how you know your you know the mother of the your your mother, the mother of the groom, so and and the rest of the party feel. It's about how you feel. You know, grandma might judge. She's gonna judge. I mean, Grandma is always. But judging. it's about how you feel. Yes, right? it is. Yeah, it really is. So that's definitely what I recommend. So, what percentage? That's a great question. I don't have that answer. I don't think it's a high percent. I think that brides will, you know, pull Pinterest tears or you know visit uh, you know different websites, portals, our website, wherever, 
and they'll grab some you know images of, of gowns and then they go in and sometimes it doesn't look the way you envisioned it on mm -hmm. your body so it's great again to find that stylist in the right store that can kind of guide you through the process this episode of Betches Brides is brought to you by Modern Fertility. So you've probably thought about the next steps in your career and your relationship, but what about planning for a baby? Women are having children later in life. We see it all the time, but biology hasn't really changed that much. And we actually need tools to understand the future of our fertility. Girl. I have been thinking about this a lot lately. So if you, like me, want more information about your ability to get pregnant, you need Modern Fertility. Modern Fertility is a quick and easy hormone test you can take at home, whether you're thinking of trying for a baby now or you just want to know your options for the future. Your results are delivered within 10 days and your personalized dashboard will give you insights on how many eggs you have, hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. Uh, you can actually talk one-on-one -on -one with a fertility nurse and use a timeline tool to plan ahead. I'm loving this because like... It's like, I know I have to do it, but I don't really know how much time I have. And it's just like a problem I keep sweeping under the rug. But guess what? No longer. Monofertility, here we come. Proactive testing through your doctor can cost over thousands of dollars. But with Monofertility, you can get the same information for just $159. Now that's my price point. And right now, Monofertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brides. That's $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brides modernfertility.com slash b-r-i-d-e-s and now to the podcast what are your feelings on renting a dress instead of buying a dress i didn't even actually know this was a thing until the question came through interestingly it's a thing in different markets for example culturally in greece and asia it's actually very common no kidding yeah so huh. south korea japan china it's very common to rent now I don't think I don't I'm not a believer in it and not just like selfishly but just because this is a special day a special yeah. moment and I think you want the dress to fit you like a glove I agree when you're getting a dress that's rented it's been altered multiple times it's been worn and it's just it's not my recommended route to go mm -mm. it's certainly possible to do but I would not recommend it and then well let's say we go the route that we buy the dress what do we do with the dress after the wedding? I don't even know if this is a fair question to ask you because i sure as shit, I don't know. Well, what I hear sometimes brides, I don't recommend trashing it. I think that's a terrible idea. Yeah, I just, I, I, mine's just stuffed at my parents' house still. Well, that's, I like that more. But no, I think that it's, I see a lot of brides using it for, let's say, if, if they might have a daughter, maybe yes. repurposing it for like a communion or, you know, a children's dress. That I think is that's sweet. a lovely idea. Um, I've seen br uh, brides also use it for baby photos in some different ways. Mm. I think you can get creative and, and come up with a lot of different options. Obviously, sitting in a closet is not ideal. No. But you never know what you might want to use it for down the line. Is dyeing it ever an option? I had like a moment where I was like, I'm dyeing you my can, navy blue. Depending on material, you can dye it. Um, what materials can you dye? That's a good question. I, I mean, there's so many different materials. Like you can absolutely dye tool. You can dye. Really? Yeah. Chill, you're good. Oh, hells yeah. Go ahead and dye that thing. Oh my God. Have, you have your girlfriends over, you know, have a party. This is a new thing maybe we're creating. I think so. Like I'm here for party. it. Yes, a dye party. It's like spin art, but with your wedding dress. Exactly. Yes. Oh my <laughs> what God. What color I'm, would you dye it? I would, I love navy blue. I, I feel navy is the new black. So, okay. you know, I'm here for that. Um, Yeah, that's it. I would dye it navy blue. That's Where giggle. would you wear it? 
Ooh, ooh, ah. Okay, so what I would do is I would get like a bodysuit, very like um, Sandra D in um, Greece when she's like the bad girl. And then I would just wear the tool, like the navy blue tulle skirt over skirt. it. Yes. Wow. Like a butt cape. But where would you wear this again? You know, everywhere in New York City. <laughs> just, you know, out to get hot dogs. All right. The that's, that's one of the amazing things about, you know, wedding dresses for me is that at this point, you know, how many times are you getting really dressed up <laughs> and wearing something this special? Awesome. And that's the beautiful thing about a wedding is that it's yep. your moment to shine to and really shine. wear something fantastic. So that is pretty cool. And yeah. that's why I love being a part of this industry because yep. it's kind of a unique moment. Um, we don't celebrate so many things anymore, but a wedding is, is, is a pretty cool celebration. Amen. That's so true. We really don't celebrate anything anymore except right? for weddings. Like Thanksgiving and weddings. Yeah. Right? I'm even in if on Thanksgiving this year. So exhausted. Oh, speaking of holidays, you're going to a hollow wedding. I'm going to a Halloween wedding. Oh my this gosh, this is amazing. So this is like Halloween combined with a wedding? You know, I'm very confused about it too. Okay, please try to explain. So yeah, one of my friends um, is getting married. My friend, uh, yeah. And it, the bride proposed a Halloween wedding. They're very, they love Halloween. And they thought, you know what? Why don't we have a Halloween wedding? Why don't we have all of our friends dress up? Stop. Throw a party. Stop. We get married on the front end. And in the back end, it's a Halloween party. You know, for me, you know, as a wedding dress designer, I'm just confused. How long is she going to wear the dress for? You know, is she going to, is it just 10, 15 minutes? Is her costume going to be like part dress? Like, what is she going to do? She That's a what I'm confused about. bride for Halloween? That could be her costume. Yeah, I mean, she could be. But what I understand is that the bridal party is going to dress up. Like? Like a real wedding. Okay. Uh, and then... Afterwards, they're going to all change, but everyone in the audience, in the crowd, all the all the guests are all going to be in Halloween garb. Already, I'm confused. See, this is the thing for me is like, you know, normally because she's wearing a Justin Alexander signature gown, uh, she better and a great one. I love it. What does it look like? Can you tell? This will be this, airing right before her wedding or after her wedding. It will be airing after her wedding. So, so tell her us wedding, everything. Yeah, yeah. So she's wearing a plunge V neck. Um, gown, natural waist with an all over ostrich feather skirt. Fuck yeah, she is. Yes, so she is. She's cool. Like, yeah, Only it's, someone cool it's would a have wild a wedding. gown. So I feel like you can definitely play on that for your, you know, yeah. for the actual costume, but I don't know if she's doing that. So again, that was a big question that I had because <laughs> if I'm, I'm going to this, this Halloween wedding, As I know what? she's going to ask me to, you know, take a photo with her. Right. What am I going to be in when she's in the dress? You should be. I'm being 2020 Top Gun. 2020 I'm doing like Top designer Gun. Top Gun. Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, yes. That's what I'm being. In yes. like, in like the aviator suit. I'm, I didn't do the full out aviator. I got a bomber, like a really dope bomber jacket. Oh, nice. I'm wearing nice jeans. Okay. Cartier uh, aviators. Yes, like I'm you going are. all out, and I I'm like gonna figure that. out how to apply the patches to my uh, to this jacket that I have. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I don't want to damage the actual. You know, the jacket. So right. that's going to be a struggle. We'll, we'll think about this. What a bold wedding choice. I liked your friend. She's cool. Definitely. Yeah. She's absolutely cool. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Back to listener questions. So um, real quick question about transporting your wedding dress. So the, like logistics of the, of the matter. What should someone do if they plan on flying with their dress? I brought mine from New York City to the Hamptons, and I had to stuff it like I was a cadaver, basically. So, for us, you know, we're pros at transporting dresses because right. 
you know, we're doing it for photo shoots. We're lucky though. We we have like a truck, like a nice van that we've purchased to like bring dresses to the shoots and bring them to markets and sh our showrooms, etc. It's not an easy thing. It definitely depends how you're going. If it's a destination wedding, you know, often the airlines will have services that, to help you. Oh, they do. Yeah, they do. They do. Okay. And I definitely recommend trying to carry it on and not cramming it into a tiny box. Because it's not fun steaming like an all-over silk, silk dupion, uh -uh. um, or any sort of silk dress. It's not, it could take a long time, you know? <laughs> um, so I definitely recommend trying not to fold the dress too many times. Be very careful with it. Um, look into programs that airlines might offer to make it easier for you. And then last question, do you have any tips for brides on a budget? Um... Absolutely. I, I think you should expand your budget. No, okay. I'm just kidding. That's a great, no, that's kidding. A great suggestion. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Brides on a budget, um, depending on, so first, you know, you got you to do a little bit of research okay. and find out the stores that have dresses that with, within your budget. Actually, how do you find that out? Um, that's a great question. You know, most stores, so you have high-end stores, you have mm -hmm. mid-stores, you have more commercial-level stores. You know, finding the right brands can be, you can do that through visiting, you know, some of the wedding sites. They often give, you know, $1 sign, $2 sign, $3 sign. Right. Like, to like, give you some indication of, of, you know, what price point. You know, we have collections that are available under $1,000. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, if, yeah. That's like truly an affordable and, uh, option. Absolutely. And, you know, we know that, you know, budgets vary. And that's why it's important for me to offer something for every individual bride across all price points. So, yeah, it's about finding, obviously, the designers that you're interested in, making mm -hmm. sure that those designers fit, fit within your budget, and then visiting the stores that have those is a great path to that. Now, speaking of budget, a lot of our audience was asking questions about alteration. So it's like you have this dress. It's going to cost like, I mean, like on average maybe thousands plural of dollars so i think the average is probably around 1500 for oh, a wedding really? dress right now yeah okay that's good that yeah. gives me hope in the future of my life well you know it's again it's it varies it, it does it absolutely varies but i think national average is something like 1500 okay so 1500 but then what a lot of brides get hit with that they didn't really necessarily anticipate are these alteration fees absolutely so a lot of the brides want to know about like what's a fair national average price point for alterations like what they should what what should they be prepared for in terms of you know they're like a month out of their wedding and then they get hit with another bill it all depends on what you want to do with your dress if mm -hmm. you're just tailoring it for fit you know, anywhere up to five hundred dollars seems seems fair. But that feels max, like just for fit. Just for fit. That's ma that's you know generally maximum for fit. You should be able to do it for under five hundred dollars for sure. Um, if you're adding bells and whistles, what I mean is details. Like we talked about detachable sleeves. If you want a popover jacket, if you want extra details, extra bling, a belt. Um, if you want extra things on there, you should, you know, anticipate for a little bit more. Okay, yeah, because people are saying, how do they avoid upcharges? Don't get the bells and whistles if you want to avoid the upcharges. Well, if you want to avoid upcharges, that's a great question. Um, think, well, one of the keys is trying on a, a dress similar in a fit that's similar to, obviously, your fit. So uh -huh. you might want to call ahead if you know your general sizing. You can call a shop and see what sizing they have available for you to try on to give you the best indication of, okay, I can try on dresses that are in my size, so then you can kind of anticipate what type of uh, alterations you might need 
need to make. And another question was, are alterations ever included in the ticket price or no? That's not really standard it procedure. Can. It's not standard okay. at all. So don't you know, expect that when I you see the price. You know, a lot of stores do alterations. Some stores don't do alterations. So in, that, in those cases, they mm. also have a preferred vendor that does alterations. Yep. You know, so... It, often it's not included. It's most commonly not included. But, you know, you can you can definitely find stores that might offer that service. Um, how early should you set your alteration appointments? Like, should you be how many months out? How close to the actual wedding day should you go? Because I know a lot of brides tend to actually lose a lot of weight, like right before yes, the wedding. So it's kind of crazy. I would recommend two to three months for those alter, the, those appointments. Okay, great. And what should, what should your, like, dead last one be? A week out? Two weeks out? It's it happens. It definitely happens. And, you know, some seamstresses are absolute magicians and can turn something around very quickly. But Mm -hmm. let's not do that to them. You know, they're people, too. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes things happen. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Someone can turn around something very quickly. Yet, you know, you should really be there before, um, you know, a month out. How many inches can a dress be let out before it's too much? So normally we can size up or down. Okay. And. So one size up, one size down, and there's usually an inch seam allowance. Got it. So okay. each seam has an inch seam allowance. So it's something that for, for brides to know, actually, because sometimes when they see a sample in the store, you might actually see a little bit that seam allowance. That can be trimmed back after your alterations. Mm-hmm. It's only there to allow you to alter it a little bit more. To give you some wiggle room. Yeah. Um, what's the best dress type for a plus size bride? We talked about this a little bit before. I definitely think that brides should first think about how they want to accentuate their features. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, a, honestly, it's a question for the bride. Uh, what do you like? Exactly. Yeah. What do you like? But definitely, you know, A-line's always the safe, is a very safe choice for any body type to flatter because okay. it kind of hits you through the waist and then it flares out mm-hmm. to an A-shape. That's a safe choice for anybody that's looking, that's a little bit self-conscious about their figure. Okay. But if you want to accentuate your, you know, your hips, your features, then even go for a fit and flare. Love. Yeah. It's sassy. I'm going to do one. Um, and also, is it easier to alter due to wedding loss or wedding gain? Like, what's what's the harder... Extreme in either direction is difficult, Good first to know. of all. Okay. So, as I mentioned, size up, size down um, is definitely doable. But if it is extreme weight gain or loss, it's, it's very hard because, you know, these dresses are made with patterns. Yes. And so when you are sizing up more, like two or more sizes, everything would be changing. If you're sizing down two or more sizes, let's just talk like the grade of the neckline. Like that will look different in a bigger size than a smaller size. So it's so much work to be sizing up and down that much, Mm -hmm. which I would try to avoid at all costs, but things happen. And, you know, finding the right store that is willing to work with you is, is key. Okay. This is like another question in the same vein as that question. So if someone's planning on losing significant weight for their wedding, which, you know, I mean, I know that next time I get married, I will do that to myself. I'll be like, you are losing blank amount of weight. So with that in mind, is it ever too early to start trying dresses on? Or like if you are dead serious that you want to like drop a, a significant amount of weight, should you like postpone until you're like halfway through and you see really if you're being, if you're yeah. setting realistic goals? Realistic goals. Yes. Okay. Not the goals like I'm going to do this and then. I want to be Thumbelina at my next wedding. Do you think that's a realistic goal? I think absolutely. <laughs> I think you got that. Um, no, it's, yeah, I think it's never too early to start looking because yes. you should. But as you said, you have to be very realistic yeah. in, in, in that weight gain or, or, excuse me, that weight loss mm-hmm. or however, I think I should say that again. Uh, you should be very realistic in your weight loss plan and, you know, talk to your stylist about that because they'll know best. 
because it's different um, depends on the dress you've selected. It's right. possible that again, these are one of the styles that is available more quicker, more quickly, uh-huh. and it's no problem. You know, okay, let's wait until this point, and we can we can wait a little bit. Why don't you come back in? Um, you know, sometimes they might say, "Hey, let's put a deposit back. Let's put a deposit down. Let's wait, but we will get you the right size." Like, right. So, yeah, that's it's it's something that de- it totally depends. But again, it's that's a tough situation. You know, every we all strive to lose weight and yep, be always. as healthy as possible, but it is something that takes time, wedding dress shopping and alteration. So keep that in mind. Be fair on yourself. Like I would go in there and be like, so in a year I'm gonna look like Gigi Hadid. So let's just get a dress for Gigi. It's like, no, Taylor. Let's let's get a dress for Taylor Strecker and then you know we'll do the best that we can. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um and then we have a lot of questions about accessories, headwear, all that stuff. And th- I mean, that's like the bread and butter of what you guys were founded on. So you Absolutely. better to ask. Absolutely. So we're huge believers in, you know, accessorizing your look. Um, we often do matching accessories to the dresses that we produce mm-hmm. or just more like core styles um, that will, will pretty much match anything. We're actually reintroducing a capsule. I'm super excited about it. But uh-huh. just classic looks takes from, you know, the heritage of the company. Mm-hmm. I'm super stoked about that. I love that. That'll be coming soon. That's great. I, our retailers don't even know about it yet. But I'm very excited about that. Um, but, yeah, I, I really believe, again, this is something um, – that you should look classic and timeless. I think adding a veil or, you know, even like a birdcage or something different. Like, What's a birdcage? It basically sits on the front of your face. As you yes, it net. does. Yeah. I love that. But do something. Do something that um, that's different but timeless and cool and makes you feel special. And I love accessories. Why not accessorize? So the birdcage is very like, think Carrie Bradshaw in her Vogue shoe. At, like, she was one of her looks that she had, I remember. I'm like, oh, that's so amazing. It's like um, Natalie Portman in Black Swan when she yes. becomes a Black Swan. Like that. That netting. Um, and then... What are some other go-to accessories that are great? Like, what do we think of hats? I feel hats are having a comeback. And I thought we all learned a lesson from our aunts in the 80s to not do that. But ironically, like that was what, you know, our company was TNG was kind of founded on those hats with the with the net and like a little embroidered detail. Yes. Yeah. It's wild because I I actually um, have some of the old boxes and Uh like it's it's adorable. And I I opened it. I was like, oh, my God, there's a hat in here. Like, yeah, there's a hat with. Yeah. So that was definitely very big. Very big. Like the 60s and 70s. And it's less it's definitely less common now, but it's cool. I love hats. It's not, let's say, on trend at the moment for Uh bridal, in my opinion, but it's certainly like an option if that's something that, you know, you want to go for. And then what are our thoughts on tiaras? Because who doesn't want to feel like a princess on their wedding day? Again, it goes to matching your, you know, your look to your venue. You know, if you're wearing a princess look, go for the tiara, you know, do it. If you're, if, if you're like getting married on the beach, barefoot, maybe not so much a tiara moment. Yeah, I, I, I'm envisioning something like a chiffon, like soft, lightweight dress. Maybe like a wreath, but not like a tiara. <gasps> I love a wreath. Why not? Throw and a wreath then on there. thoughts on veils. What? Short, long, over the front? Depends on look. Um, if you're wearing something, let's say, more fitted, mm-hmm. I'd go all out and you know, yeah. go for a long veil. If you're wearing something more ball gown, sometimes like a fingertip length veil won't compete as much with the dress. Mm-hmm. So, it, or if you're wearing, you know, a, let's say, a like backless or low back dress. 
maybe something more simple so you can highlight that back so you can kind of see through that veil. And then um, people have a lot of questions about their bustle. How do they make sure it doesn't come undone during the reception? Just don't dance so hard, you know? Yeah. You don't need to do the you know, running man girl. It's your wedding exactly, day. No. <laughs> you don't have to twerk. Your grandma's here. No, again, it, it all comes down to finding a good quality seamstress. Which we're so lucky that in the bridal industry, they're amazing. Um, but yeah, no, um, it, I, yeah, it things happen. But again, you should have things prepared in case they do. But um, no, I, I, it's not something that I think you should overly concern yourself about. Seamstresses are fantastic, and they, they're prepared for those things. Oh, this is so great. Is it smarter for a bride to spend more on a dress or more on the accessories to wear it with? Like if you're on a budget and you got to pick and choose, what do you pick? I'm all dress, dress all day, of course, but that's me. Maybe I'm biased. Um, but no, it's... Again, it's sometimes an accessory you need to complete your look. So accessories are very important too. Um, but obviously, I think you should start with the dress. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you have an idea of something that you want to add because you saw something on Pinterest and you want a long veil. Research what that will cost. Make sure that it fits within your budget. But I, I always suggest going dress first and then completing your look with the perfect accessory okay. or accessories. Great. Now it's time for a segment that we call Bride into My DMs. So, you know, slide into my DMs, Bride into my DMs. So we get a ton of questions from listeners, and then we try to pick a couple that you, the expert, get to answer. So um, she said, hold on, wait. Okay, so this listener says, I had something added to my dress, and it looks terrible. Now what? We don't know what was added. Right, we don't. That's all we got. Girl, you could elaborate a little bit yeah, and help a sister and brother out. I don't, hmm. yeah, I don't know what she added. I'm trying to envision Let's this. Let's make Can it you, up. What did she, what do you think? A bird. She put a bird on, on the shoulder of it. No. How about this? She added a belt or a bow. Belt Let's or bow. That. That's easy. Easy peasy. Um, easy peasy. You know, you can alter that off as long. So something we do on our dresses is sometimes they have built in belts, uh -huh. but we make sure that we actually have embroidery or detail below. So let's say it's an all over lace dress. Uh -huh. Underneath that lace, underneath that belt is lace. Uh -huh. So you can actually untack the belt. It's simple. Yep. Easy alteration. Easy. Um, you can have your seamstress do that. You can have your the shop generally can do that as well. Just untack. It's easy. So typically like adding something, it's not that easy to detach. It's more important that you're very clear on what you want to add to your dress. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, as a designer, we're producing that. You might envision something. Mm -hmm. You need to make that very clear because, again, it was designed a certain way. So if you want to add something, you have to design it in and it needs to be so perfectly clear as to what you want to yeah. add. You know, if you want a bird, I think, you know, that's <laughs> unusual, but we Whoa. might need like a prototype of that bird. <laughs> Right. In that case. But if you want to add a bow or a detail or embroidery, that's that we're good at that. Um, but giving us as clear details as possible so yeah. that when we make that dress for you, it's exactly as you intend. Girl, that sucks. I'm sorry. Maybe she like added polka dots. That's some stupid shit that I would do. I'd be like, I want to add polka dots. How do you take off polka dots? You well, don't. I'll tell you. No, no. We <laughs> Really? Well, let's say this. Let's say that she added a polka dot layer. Yeah. Okay. That's an easy alteration. Okay. We can, we can detach a layer. Let's say it's a natural waisted dress. We can untack it there. It's a little bit more difficult in the bodice, uh -huh. but it's definitely doable. Things are doable. If it can be done, it could probably be undone. Exactly. Unless you put like Christmas lights up in that bitch, and then you're really, you know, in a pickle. 
That would be a Christmas wedding. We had a Halloween <laughs> wedding. I hope you're getting married on Christmas. Me too. Case. Or change your wedding date. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and now we have a segment called Bridezilla or Bridechilla. So I give you a scenario and you tell me if you, if you were in this bride's shoes, if you would go apeshit, Bridezilla, or if you'd be like whatevskis and be Bridechilla. Okay. Okay. Or like if you think that they should. Okay, here we go. You already paid a thousand plus dollar for alteration on your dress. And then when you go in for your next fitting, they tell you you have to pay another five hundred dollars what you gonna do you gonna flip or you're just gonna coast gotta be honest here bridezilla on bridezilla right i mean i think that they should a, a good a shop normally will set a clear expectation if you went depend it, it all depends on what the situation is right. but Look, if you went in, they said this was the price. All of a sudden, the price popped up by 50% out of nowhere with no additional changes that were requested. Look, if you asked for a bustle or asked for, you know, we were just talking about adding things to your gown. If you were adding something, then, yeah, it's expected. But if you went in there thinking that the alterations were 1000 because and you did not add anything additional, then all of a sudden it's 500 more, mm-hmm. that's an issue. Now, one thing to preface this all is that you know, sometimes it's a Saturday or Sunday and you're in the shop and they might price things out. So they might say, okay, this is going to cost approximately a thousand. Um, us as the designers, we actually might not have had full communication with our design room or the factories on the production of that item. Okay. So it is possible that on occasion we might have to price things. They might be pricing things blindly. Okay. So that in that case, if it's something like a change that they said when, when you were in the shop, they said, oh, we think it's about a thousand. If they said, we think we're trying to communicate with the designer and might fluctuate a little bit and might go up 500. Yeah. Then you should be open minded. Bride chilla. Mm-hmm. But if it's something like, all right, standard alterations, thousand. Now it's 15. Bridezilla. Yeah. I'm going to bridezilla. And I'm also I'm going to be Karen from finance and ask to speak to your manager. <laughs> and I'm going to get one of those um, Kate Gosselin haircuts to and go then, along with it. And then, uh, the, yeah. Can I speak <laughs> to your manager? You get a letter in the mail. And a free sketch. <laughs> okay. Uh, you tell your friends that you want a specific dress for your wedding. And then your best friend, whose wedding is before yours, uh, goes out and buys that dress for herself. She's a single white female. That's some crazy shit. I bride kill her. Bride killer. Right? I just, I just, I up the ante. <laughs> <laughs> so she's single, and she, she, no, she's all your friends together. She's the friend that's getting married right before you. You describe your dress, and then she goes out and she gets your exact same dress. Oh my god. Oh god. Karen in finance, reared her ugly head again. Ironically, I have another experience just recently where one of my, so I just attended a wedding down in Austin. Okay. Um, about four or five months ago. And it was one of my closest friends, and his bride looked absolutely breathtaking. She looked amazing. And I am helping another friend with a dress, and she was visiting a store in, um, in California, and she sent me three pulls. Mm-hmm. And one of the pulls was one of the dresses that the bride had previously worn. Nuh-uh. But that bride was at the wedding. So, uh-huh. But she didn't realize. She didn't put it together. God, so it's a thank coincidence. Goodness, thank, yes, it was a coincidence. Uh-huh. She did not, this was not intentional. It happens. She was probably fo- focusing on having a good time. She knew the bride looked amazing. She, we had all commented, the bride yep. looked amazing. But she just didn't realize. Thank goodness that we were you know, texting each other what she was pulling because how bad would I feel if she ended up with that dress oh my God. and I had helped them both? You, 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 you like, both would have looked psycho. Yes. Stalker. 
eight. I would have looked. Oh my goodness! I'm so happy that we were texting and yeah, so, it worked okay. out. In the end, it will work out magically. But yeah, no, it ha- it does happen. It does happen. Here's the thing, though. Like, okay, so my wedding dress. It was a simple French lace sheath dress. It couldn't have been more simple. It was a sweetheart neckline when it like just became popular. Everyone was wearing it. Now my convertible skirt, that was what that's why I got the dress. That's why you stood out. It was all about the tool, but all dem other bitches wearing that same sheath dress. So I had one girl come to me on my wedding day and go like this. Oh my God, I just like realized when you're walking down the aisle that like the dress underneath your skirt, that's like my dress. And I was like, oh, well, you should have gotten this skirt. Bye. And um, also like, why is she telling you on your special day? Like, right? does she have any class? Like, no, none. Could you just at least wait till after you're done celebrating? Yeah, talk about my back like somebody who has manners. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you are, okay, here's the deal. If your friend's dress looks similar to your dress, you got to shut it. If your friend's dress is like identical designer, everything like you are just honestly, don't be her friend. And what's, what's interesting is actually in some areas, there's like a limited number of shops. So your friends will, everyone will shop at the same store. Precisely. So some stores actually do to keep a log and like check. Okay. Do you have any friends that have shopped with us recently? You know, we can make sure and we can avoid that you're wearing that same dress. That's great. Yeah. It's insurance in policy. Some, obviously in cities, it's impossible. It's impossible. But, you know, here in New York, you know, you're in trouble. It's going to happen. But in smaller towns, like, that does happen. And I love that shops do that. That's it's amazing. so great. Yeah. Okay, last question. Bridezilla or Bridechilla, your dress arrives three days before, but you hate it in person. So three days before the wedding, your dress comes and you hate it. Oh, God, girl. Ooh. Just take a Kalanapin or a Xanax and call it a day. Are we Bridezilla, Bridechilla in that? Or are we just like saying, what are we saying? What does she do? Like, would you flip out or would you just be chill about it? I mean, what I can you I, do? I think I agree with the Xanax. Um, mm-hmm. I think that I don't... <laughs> the, it, things can be done in that scenario. Again, Three days right, out? Yes, it, anything's possible. We don't like to limit ourselves here. Anything is possible. I'm a believer in that. And look, communicate... Be calm, because if you flip out, nobody's going to want to help you. Exactly. Right? Yes. We're going to say, okay, you're stuck with that, Mm -hmm. you know. But if you're calm, you communicate clearly, let's make something work. Let's try to figure it out. Let's make improvements to that gown. Let's make some last-minute alterations. Let's add a detachable skirt. Like you, like Taylor. You started this trend, possibly. Amazing. And we're just going to, yeah, we're going to up the ante. We're going to just throw them on all the dresses now. Um, but no, we can, you know, you can do things. You yep. can definitely do things even last minute. You know, we talked, I talked a little bit about how some street seamstresses are magicians. Yep. We don't want to do this to them three days before. Right. But clearly something happened why that dress was three days before. Yes. So I think that everybody knows like, all right, this could be a scenario. Like she just got it. We were, maybe we were a little bit late and it's, we're going to do everything on our power. To get you to be happy. You know, brand. We want to make you happy. Like mm-hmm. this is your special day. We're your, you know, we're here for you. But please be calm, cool, collected, and let us work together. Just cry so a little, way. like one single tear down Crying's, your face. Yeah, crying's okay, but you know, <laughs> I find crying helps a lot in those scenarios. You think so? Oh, definitely. You always. Make I'm not feel a big bad. crier. That might surprise you. Oh well, I'll teach you how to cry. <laughs> you just have to pinch the inside of your finger fat. And you'll start crying. And then you get everything that you want. You get out of a ticket. I'm trying this. It's not working. You, <laughs> you, get, you get a good table tears. at a restaurant. 
I'm clearly a Zilla always. I'm a I'm a I'm a cryzilla. That's what we love about you. So, <laughs> um, Justin, thank you for joining me. You are so much fun and so informative at the same time. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And have fun at your uh, Hallow wedding. I will. It's going to be a blast. And where can people go if they want to check out your dresses and everything that you do? You should definitely check out our website, Mm justinalexander.com. On there, you can actually see the full portfolio of our brands by just hovering over the brands little tab on the on the top right. And then just go to find a store, store locator. Um, we have shops throughout the US and internationally. So we'd love to help any of the Betches brides out there. Thank, thank you. you. Justin, thank you so much. You guys, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for the questions. Without you guys, I don't even think I would be able to have a show. Uh, and make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Betches Brides. See ya. Betches.